Deep-Rooted Podcast. We're Jeff and Rochelle, and we're so glad that you are joining us in this church series. Yes. uh, Kind of mini-series that we're doing Mm -hmm. here on the podcast. Uh, I hope you did a lot of good complaining this last week. <laughs> I hope you got came up with some doozies. Some doozies uh, no, I'm just teasing, sort of. Uh, no, but hey, if you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to the la- last mm-hmm. episode on how to complain appropriately, I think, or something yeah. uh, was, I don't know the exact title, but... Um, I've got a complaint specifically. That was the title. Yeah, okay. So. <laughs> well, I'm really excited about what we're talking about oh, today. Yes. Today, we're Mm -hmm. talking about the real heroes of ministry, Mm -hmm. and I'm excited. The real heroes of ministry, and who, as we were talking about this, uh, even personal to us, because we love the Uh. real heroes (laughs) in ministry, and we're going to say they're pastor's kids. The real heroes of ministry, pastor's kids, and we're going to tell you why, but I, I tell you what, when I think about this topic... I think about all, uh, maybe the senior pastors you're watching, maybe the kids, the, your, your children. And I tell you what, we, we, we need to be, I, I don't want to get too far. I just, I have a place in my heart for pastor's kids. Yes. Because, not, not just because we have <laughs> three kids. We're raising three of them, but yeah. I tell you what, our, our world is, is harsh. Our world is mean. And the, the pastor's home needs to be a place of safety. And so I, I'm excited about this. I'm, yeah. I'm passionate about this topic. I know that there's a lot of talk about who the real heroes are. I'm just telling you, mm-hmm. we're telling you. Our, <laughs> we're, it, our answer you trumps it. Right? <laughs> yes. I'm just going to let you know. You We can argue all day long. Yes. But the heroes of ministry are the kids, mm-hmm. the pastor's kids. And, you know, there's a lot of jokes about pastor's kids. And, uh, you know, oh, man, I bet you that when I started saying PKs or pastor's kids, you started coming up with things in your mind. Yes. And um, I don't know. I don't really find them funny. No, I don't. I don't find the pastor's kids jokes funny because I'm raising three of them. And I know what it's like. I don't know Mm -hmm. all the things Mm -hmm. because I wasn't a pastor's kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were yeah. a, kind of. I mean, yeah. a little, you were. You were. It was, it was, later yes. in life, you yes. started. Later, it was different because it was. It was later in life. I think that Absolutely. matters. Yes. Yes. There's some, you know, um, mm-hmm. just challenges or different things, and so we're going to talk about some things about pastors' kids, and then we're going to talk a little bit about how we can help. Because this is about all of us. This is not just about a segment of people. Um, What can everybody watching, what can you do? So uh, first reason why pastor's kids are the real heroes. Yeah, I guess we have to sort of prove it to y'all. Let's prove it. (laughs) We're research-based. Prove it right here. (laughs) Yeah. And I think the first reason why we say that is because they shoulder burdens that they didn't ask for. They, They shoulder burdens. They carry bear burdens that they didn't ask for. And I understand some people may say, well... Well, then just take it off of them. Just don't don't expect that. And here's the thing. For our kids, we don't expect. We don't share all, all this stuff. But it, it's hard to describe. Kids are going to just, when they see things, when they hear things, we, they're a thing we can't protect. I want to protect our kids from everything. I really do. But we can't. Well, and I don't want to even just always say that the burdens are bad. Right. Yeah. It's just reality. Yes. You know, I think some, uh, we've had this said to us, which is just shocking to me. I can't even believe that someone mm-hmm. said to us one time, who is a pastor, said to us, why do you care so much? And I'm thinking, 
<laughs> That's the only reason I am a pastor. Absolutely. It's, let me tell you, it's not the pay. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. It's not because I get some emotional high from leading people. Right. Or anything. In fact, we could do a whole other podcast on all <laughs> the reasons yes. why, like why it's so hard to be a pastor like because you pour your life into people and then immediately like all of a sudden they're gone and Mm -hmm. they unfriend you and block you on facebook you're like really that doesn't happen like i was there when you were like in the hospital (laughs) yeah exactly yeah oh man we got too many stories that to tell but if you're a real pastor Mm -hmm. if you're a real shepherd you care Yes. And uh, the hirelings, in fact, are the ones that just run away. Yeah. Sorry. The Bible talks about that. Yeah. Like it's the hired hand who runs from the wolves, but the shepherd goes out and takes the beating, mm-hmm. you know, to help the sheep. Mm-hmm. So uh, hugely. But so uh, I don't even know where I was at. I think something about how kids, they didn't even like they didn't know they were getting into it. I mean, I didn't know totally what I was getting into when we went right. into ministry. But I, I mean. I had to choose to we, say yes. We chose it. Yeah, our kids were just born into it. They, they didn't. We didn't ask them. Do you want to be a pastor's kid? <laughs> you want to? You know, we they they just are. Now God equipped them. Yes, He called them. Absolutely. I mean, they're not yep. left abandoned, so don't Mm-mm. think that. But kids, pastors, kids out there are shouldering burdens that they didn't ask for. Hmm. Um, and I, I hear what you say. You say like, okay, well, just say, don't make them feel it. That's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. Well, that's a question that I get from a lot of people. A lot of people ask me, so how did you, like, we'll be talking about an instance. How did you protect your kids from, and depending on the conversation. This issue at church or whatever. Yeah. How did you protect your kids from? And I think the answer that I usually give is, I can't. Or, or, Or we didn't. Because I think oftentimes, you know, the the it, it may seem counterintuitive, but sometimes we need to talk about the issues that everybody's thinking about, but not talking about, uh, and not hide. I think hiding issues, uh, secrecy, really is not good for the family or for anything or for kids. And so, anyway, I, I think it's about we've gone through se- seasons. Yes, <laughs> ministry has its seasons, yeah. and uh, there's been moments where it's been it's been pretty low mm-hmm. at various points, and. Uh, you know, do we share with our kids all the nitty gritty details? No. But do they know something's going on? Yes. They know and they are aware and they have to carry that burden, even though they didn't ask for it. Right. And so I think that's one of the reasons why pastor's kids are heroes Mm. because they're kids. Oh my. And they have to carry the burdens. Yeah. No, I just, sorry, I'm just trying to let that sink in. So <laughs> um, that that is a huge thing. I, th- I think another reason, uh, another reason, and I love this, is they refuse to abandon their faith even when they see the fake. They refuse to abandon their faith even when they're confronted with potentially what is the worst about humanity. Yes. In the church. Now, I read a statistic. I love this. Uh, only... And I think this is, I know I say only, I mean, I want this statistic to be zero, but only 7% of pastor's kids leave their faith. Yeah. Now we're in a world right now where you're seeing these numbers extremely high yes, yes. for people who are raised in the church. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you can raise your kids in the church. You can raise your kids 
in faith and all of this. And then there, there, I mean, there is an, uh, there is just a walking away right now. Uh, I'm concerned about it. That's why we even have this podcast Mm -hmm. because we want to talk about that. We want to influence people. We want to raise awareness. Uh, uh, It's, it's not on our watch where we're Mm going to just stand for this. But I think there's something really powerful about the fact that, that 93% of pastor's kids yes. stay true to Jesus Christ. Well, that bucks all, all the statistics that you've read about pastor's kids. Well, absolutely. And we have to understand what pastor's kids are seeing. Pastor's kids are seeing people attack their parents. <laughs> I did literally, I did a survey of six districts in our fellowship across the nation and I think this it was for, your doctoral for research, my doctoral yeah. research and about, uh, I'm estimating here, but it was about 40%, maybe it was 41 or 40 or, but, but 40% uh, of, of pastors said that someone in their family um, had been physically or verbally assaulted. So mm-hmm. we're talking potentially their children. Yeah. Or wife or, 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 or wife or, or something. Husband. Yeah. And so, you know, you know, when, when that is happening and yet kids are are staying strong in the faith, I'm like, wow, that's a resilient faith. Well, I think we need to talk about this because you always hear all the wild pastor's kids. <laughs> oh, they're so wild. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know them. You know, yeah. I, you know who I know? I know the 93%. Yes, yes. And in our home, it's going to be 100 because yes. I'm hounding them. Yeah. That that they're they're, they're going to serve Jesus yes. and know Jesus. And I think that really, that speaks to mm-hmm. the heroic nature uh, that that these kids have seen people, you know, pretend to be Christians and not really be it. Uh, they've seen people yell or talk bad about uh, people in the church. And that's, that's not, that's a sin, by yeah. the way. You know, so they've seen all of this and yet they're still knowing that, that Jesus is real. Yeah. That Jesus is worth it. I think yes. that is really, really, really powerful. They are the heroes. They're the ones who are, you know, uh, I don't know any pastor's kids, really, who aren't fully involved. Yeah. In, in, I mean, and and maybe you're like, well, I do. Well, here's the deal. When, <laughs> if, if you're a true shepherd of a church, you're it's a call mm-hmm. on your family. It Absolutely. is a call on your family. Your entire so, family. Yep. Uh, you know. I'm, we're seeing it with our our kids. They are fully involved. They're coming and they're helping out and doing things. They're doing things when nobody else is seeing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're preparing for ministry. They're they're learning. I mean, it's a great training ground. And yep. so, uh, you know, they're the real heroes because they're doing it when nobody yeah. else is watching. My daughters will come to me and say, Dad, I haven't seen so-and-so in church for a while, so I think you're going to need to call them. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, here, they, they care about They care people. about it. This is not a... This is, this is a lifestyle. It's not just a job to them. It's a, it's a lifestyle. It's a it's a mission. Absolutely. It really is. Absolutely. So what do we do about it? Yeah. So great. Okay. Maybe some of you are even on the train of agreeing with us <laughs> yeah. that that pastors' kids are the real heroes. Uh, what do we do? Like, do we just acknowledge that? Uh, I don't know. We, we came up with three things mm-hmm. of what we feel that you can do, that we could do. Um, really just to encourage and honor these real heroes. Uh, here's this one goes directly to pastors who yes. are listening. So if you are a pastor and you are listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. 
or uh, maybe if you're you're in your church, share this with your pastor so that he can hear this. Yes, uh, I think this is so 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 key. If you are currently raising pastors' kids, make your family a priority. Mm. Stay connected and spending time with your kids. Yes. Uh, the number one regret when pastors were surveyed by Barna, I read this in the Barna research, the number one regret that pastors had is that they didn't spend enough time with their mm. family. Wow. And uh, I know this is like super morbid and I, I like talk about this with our kids. They're like, <laughs> don't mom, don't talk about this. But like, there's going to come a day when I'm yep. going to die. Should the Lord like... I hate when you talk about I know. this. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, I think it's good to talk about this. Um, <laughs> I don't. But anyway, <laughs> but I guess in some ways, yes. No, you're so good. like, I'm hoping Jesus comes back and Amen. that we just don't even have to experience death. But if death were to come, yeah. I know who's going to be at my funeral. Mm-hmm. I know who, not mm-hmm. even just who's going to be at my funeral. I know whom I'm investing in and is yes. going to replicate. And it's a good harvest. It's my yes, kids. Yes. I mean, I love the people at, at our church. I want to invest yes, in them. Yes. Um, but I know that my kids, they're going to be forever. I don't, I would never want to forsake our home, our family, because we won the world, so to speak. Because we we're so right. focused. Like, I love our, like, I, like you said, I love our church family, love our people. I don't want to forfeit my kids on the altar of ministry. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I so think we'd be held accountable for that. We will be held accountable. And so, you know, I, I want to spend, here's the thing. You're never going to spend enough time. Somebody <laughs> may be asking, well, how much? Don't ask that question because my kids always want me to spend more time. And that's a good thing. I like that. I'm not like, oh. I. But spending time with your family doesn't have to mean you forsake the ministry either. I want to give an example. Just a couple a of point. days ago, you were officiating a wedding. And yeah. uh, our schedules were kind of odd. We've got, you know, kids doing a whole bunch of different things. And so I had two of our kids mm-hmm. at different events and I wasn't able to attend the wedding and you were officiating the wedding. So you were there. Yeah. Yeah. And our, our, our middle daughter mm-hmm. uh, didn't have an event. And I said, "Hey, do you want to be Daddy's date?" Yeah. She's like, "What? What does that mean?" You know. And uh, I was like, weird. "You just gotta like go like dance with them." And I don't know. You probably didn't even dance. I don't know. No. Uh, eat cake or whatever. She's like, "All right, sounds good." So she got dressed up and she went and accompanied you. Oh, like, that was You fun. were doing ministry and you were doing family. That's a, yeah. a memory. Oh, absolutely. So it. it was. I, I just think sometimes we think we have to always separate the two. And yes, of course, there are separations. But I, I believe it's making the most of the opportunities you're you're given. But many times that's artificial when we try to separate it. It's it's just all life. Yeah, and it's difficult. So I think spend time, um, in, invest in that way. I think the the, the second thing, um, is uh, calling people. This is just general people, the general public who attends church. Um, love the pastor's kids. Invest in them. And so when I say that, what I mean is invest relationally. Invest spiritually pray for them. I think sometimes what people may think, and I've heard this from people is, well, I'm not spending my time with, with, with the kid, maybe with the pastor's kids, but they have good parents. They they have good parents. I'm going to these kids over here who have nobody. And certainly we we need to invest in the next generation in our church. I, I would say this, don't make the mistake of thinking because your pastor's kid comes from a 
a healthy home, an intact home that they don't need investment from other sources. That's a, a big value that we have is we want people from yeah. other sources investing into their lives. And that is, Absolutely. this communicates, I mean, this is so huge. I, this, I can't say enough about what this communicates. I, I mean, I can think about, I'm not gonna name names, although I would <laughs> love to, just to give shout outs to some of these people. But I can think for all three of our girls, and they're different people for each one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, it just, I, I mean, it's in my mind. I'm seeing these people who just invest, and I'm not talking about money. No, I'm yeah. really not even talking about all this time. I'm just saying they know what's happening in my kids' lives. Yeah, and they come up and they say, "How is this going?" Mm-hmm. One of them, one people in, in my mind comes and gives one of my daughters stickers. <laughs> Like little stickers and, and post-it it. notes. And it's she like, loves and I'm like, you, I tell her, you're being spoiled by this. Where she goes, I know, but she loves me. And it's at church. <laughs> and it just cracks me up. See, it's just people who are just, yeah. you know what? Just depositing a little bit of kindness. Depositing Absolutely. a little bit of love. Just, hey, I'm thinking about you. Hmm. I, I just think there's something so powerful about that. Oh, it's 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 huge. I think, I think just... You know, we underestimate sometimes. Well, pray. I'm praying for you. That's a that that's huge. Being be praying for people, but ge- genuinely doing that, and then telling people that you're doing that. Yeah, I think is huge. So, so. okay, love them. Now here's a, a not. Don't do this. <laughs> don't do this next one. Don't talk to the pastor's kids about the problems that you have with their parents. Yes. And I only say this because this actually happens. I wouldn't have to say this if, if this didn't. if this was a fictitious. It's kind of like those warning labels that you look at, like "Don't do this." And you're like, "Really? Somebody's done that?" Yes. <laughs> like somebody touched the red button, and there it was. There it was. Um, so somebody has talked to our kids about church problems. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I'm just gonna tell you that is just totally inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. It's wrong. I think it's predatory. It, no, it is. I think it's it predatory is. to go after kids and to say, you know, yeah, I really, really don't like it when your dad does blank, <laughs> or when your mom says this, or when the music's at this decibel. <laughs> if you've got a problem in the church, yeah. go back and listen to last week's <laughs> podcast. Hey, that's good. No, I, because it talks yeah. about how to complain appropriately. There yeah. are ways to complain, like. All complaint is not bad. In fact, some complaint brings out the best for the whole organization. Absolutely. So, like, I am not against complaining. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not. I'm not going to call you Karen. I am <laughs> going to call you something if you go <laughs> and mess with my kids. No, you're right. Um, and, you know, we've had people who are who have complained about. Um, one time, my daughter was getting a drink at the drinking fountain. And a little girl came up to her and said, you know, the whole church hates your dad. My mom told you, told me. How do you think that makes a fourth grader feel? She kind of froze all, there. Like, yeah. I mean, I the do? whole church didn't hate you. You know, but kids say these things. Uh, you know, yeah. things like this. Uh, we've had adults try to get information out of our children mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about things. I mean, that is predatory. Yeah. And, it, you know, kids should be off limits. So mm-hmm. if you've got a problem with the pastor, the pastor's wife, you know, all of that, just go directly. Yeah. I said pastor's wife. It could be husband. Like, we're egalitarian here. So, uh, yes. <laughs> just say. <laughs> I think it's important to know. No, that is that is important. 
the, the bottom line is it, oftentimes the 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 people that we don't think about when we think of heroes are right there, right in the pastor's home, the pastor's kids, not the people standing up, giving the message, whatever, doing this out front every every week. They're the people in the homes and they see things, they hear things and experience things uh, that can that could derail them. Um, but I tell you what, so proud of pastor's kids for sticking in there. Hey, and if you're um, a pastor's yes. kid who is still serving Jesus, good. Like, And if not, I'm telling you, he's running after you. The hound dogs of heaven, grace and mercy yep. are after you. And I just really believe that that we need to just remember the pastor's kids. Sometimes we can, they can get overlooked. And mm-hmm. I just want to shine a light on them and let them know they're the real heroes. And I'm proud of them. Yes, we are. So... Love all the pastor's kids out there. So hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Deep Rooted Podcast. Hey, I want to encourage you, take a moment to share this, like, subscribe, um, get this out there. We want this to get into the hands of as many people as pops- possible. Um, so glad you could join us in this episode. We're excited to see you right here on the next episode of the Deep Rooted Podcast. We will see you then. Music